بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم continue the explanation of riyad al-salihin and we have reached hadith number 40 and this hadith عن انس رضي الله تعالى عنه انس may Allah be pleased with him <coughs> said that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said لا يتمنين احدكم الموت لضر اصابه let not one of you wish for death because of a misfortune which befalls him. فإن كان لا بد فاعلا فليقل اللهم أحيني أحيني ما كانت الحياة خيرا لي وتوفني إذا كانت الوفاة خيرا لي. If he cannot help doing so, he should then say, Oh Allah, keep me alive as long as you know that life is better for me and make me die when death is better for me. This is the, in this narration, the Prophet ﷺ prohibits the person from making dua, invoking Allah, wishing death because of a misfortune or a calamity which befalls him. That is because a person may be touched by a misfortune or a calamity and he is unable to bear that so he wishes death and says oh Allah make me die whether he says this by his tongue or in his heart so the Prophet forbade that and said let not one of you wish for death because of a misfortune which befalls him why because this thing which is the misfortune could be good for him however he directs alayhi salatu wasalam to say the right thing under such situations and that is if the person is unable to uh, he cannot help doing so he should say oh Allah keep me alive Allahumma inni ala sabr alay if he cannot help doing so, he should say, Oh Allah, keep me alive as long as you know that life is better for me and make me die when death is better for me. And if the person is touched by a calamity, let him say then, Allahumma a'inni, O Allah, uh, give me help to be patient and to forbear it. So that Allah gives him the patience on that. And so it turns to be good for him. On the other hand, to wish death then this is something where the person does not know meaning that the death could be an evil thing where he may not receive uh, peace and not every death is a peaceful ending in fact man may die and dies there to receive a punishment we seek refuge in Allah from that and the punishment of the grave and if he would have been in this life it may be that he may be pardoned and repents and returns to Allah so this will be good for him so therefore when the person when he is touched by a calamity or a misfortune befalls him, then he should not 
hope for death. And if this is the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is the one who forbade asking this, and he was the one who was touched by uh, calamities. Uh, so, what about the case then of someone who kills himself, who kills himself if, he, if a misfortune befalls him, as done by some foolish, who if they are inflicted with a certain uh, restrictions in this life, they turn to suffocate themselves or cut their throats or take some poison and so forth. So these people departed from a torture to that which is greater in magnitude. So therefore there is no rest. However, and we seek refuge in Allah, from that they moved from a torture to that which is more severe. Why? Because the one who kills himself will be tortured by the tool which he used to which he used to kill himself with. And he will be tortured there in the hellfire as came in the hadith of the Prophet if he kills himself with some iron tool or a dragger or a knife or something similar to that, then on the day of resurrection he will be stabbing himself with the same tool which he killed himself by in this life. And if he kills himself uh, by means of a poison, then he will take that same poison in the hellfire. And if he kills himself in this life by throwing himself from a mountain, then a mountain will be erected for him on the day of resurrection in the fire of hell, and he will throw himself there forever. So therefore, if the Prophet ﷺ forbade that the person touched by misfortune seeks death, then what's worse than this is to kill himself with something. And we seek refuge in Allah from that. However, as we mentioned earlier, when the Prophet ﷺ forbids something, it was his uh, norm, if there is a, an alternative, a permissible alternative, he will direct to that alternative. As it is the way of the Qur'an, as it is the way of the Qur'an. قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى In Surah Al-Baqarah, for example, verse 104, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَقُولُوا رَاعِنَا وَقُولُوا انْظُرْنَا لَا تَقُولُوا رَاعِنَا وَقُولُوا انْظُرْنَا Oh, you believe, say not 
to the Messenger Sallallahu but say, Unzurna, do make us understand and hear. And for the disbelievers, there is a painful torment. Uh, also, when the Prophet ﷺ, uh, was Uh, when, when some dates from the uh, Khaybar area were brought to him, he said, "Akullu tamri Khaybar hakada." In the Hadith, Allah's Messenger ﷺ sent the brother of the tribe of Bani. Adi al-Ansari as a governor of Khaybar. Then the man returned bringing a good kind of date with him. Allah's messenger asked him are all the dates of Khaybar like that? Are all the dates of Khaybar like that? Akullu tamri Khaybar hakada. He replied no. والله يا رسول الله إن لنشتري الصاع من هذا بالصاعين والصاعين بالثلاثة. No by Allah, Allah's messenger, we take one sa of these good dates for two sa's of mixed dates, and the sa is about is 2,040 grams, so two kilos plus. He said, No by Allah, O Allah's messenger. We take one sa' of these good dates for two sa's of mixed dates. Here, the Prophet ﷺ denounced this. He said, "Don't do so. لا تفعل. لكن بعل جمع بالدراهم ثم ابتع بالدراهم جنيبا أو جنيبا." You should either take one sa' of this kind for one sa' of the other, or sell one kind. And then buy with its price the other kind of dates. And you should do the same in weighing. Should do the same in weighing. Because this would be a form of usury. So when he forbade him on that, he directed him to that which is permissible. Here he said in this hadith, لا أحدكم الموت لضر Let not one of you wish for death because of a misfortune which befalls him. Then he said, فَإِنْ كَانَ لَبُدَّ فَاعِلًا He directed now in case he couldn't do so, couldn't help it, he should say, Oh Allah, keep me alive as long as you know that life is better for me and make me die when death is better for me. So he opened the door for you, but a door which is safe. Why? Because wishing death is a sign or indication of resentfulness and impatience regarding the three decrees of Allah. However, this dua, O Allah, make me live as long life is good for me and make me die when death is better for me, if you knew that death is better for me, this dua, in this dua, the person resigns his affair to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because the person does not know the unseen. So therefore, he refers the matter to the one who knows it. Allah azza wa jal. Ahyini ma'alimta al-haya 
خَيْرًا لِي Keep me alive as long you know that life is better for me وَتَوَفَّنِي And make me die when death When your death is better for me So see, uh, Hoping or wishing death Is hastening Is a hastening uh, On the part of the one who asks this That Allah disconnects his life Terminates it And this may deprive him from so much good in fact, it may deprive him from tawbah, from repentance, and from increase in righteous deeds. And that's why, uh, if now, if someone says, how is it that the person says, Oh Allah, ahyini ma kanat al-hayatu khayran li? Oh Allah, keep me love as long as you know that life is better for me. We say yes, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what will take place. And man does not know. As Allah the Most High says in Surah An-Naml 27:65, قُلْ لَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ قُلْ لَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Say none in the heavens and the earth knows the ghayb, the unseen, except Allah. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِي سُورَةِ لُقْمَانِ 31-34 وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَاذَا تَكْسِبُ غَدَى وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تَمُوتٍ No person knows what he will earn tomorrow and no person knows in what land he will die. Whereas Allah is the all-knower, all-aware of things. So you don't know Life could be good for you, and the death could also could be good for you, and that's why the person should, when he makes du'a, asking Allah to extend the life of someone else, he should make this in a restricted way. He should say, Allahu ala ta'atih. May Allah make you live longer, huh? On his obedience, on his obedience. Why? Because uh, otherwise his uh, existence could be uh, evil for him. Now, if someone asks the question, then uh, if someone asks the question that Maryam bin Amran wish to die so how could then she have asked for something uh, forbidden now in the verse in surah maryam 19:23 allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, mentioned about her يَا لَيْتَنِي مِتُّ قَبْلَ هَذَا وَكُنْتُ نَسْيًا مَنْسِيًّا Would that I had died before this and had been forgotten and out of sight. So what's the response to this? The response is to say first, we must know that the Sharia 
بشريعة before uh, before the last Sharia revealed to the Prophet Muhammad in case the last Sharia or the final one came in opposition to the earlier one so the earlier one is not a proof you understand this then the former Sharia is not a proof why? because our Sharia abrogated because our Sharia abrogated what preceded from the religions you understand because our Sharia the Sharia of Islam in its completed form in its final form abrogated the previous ones this is first second Maryam did not wish to die however she wished to die before this fitna meaning that she dies without being in a fitna without being in a fitna even if she would stay 1000 years even if she would say stay 1000 years this is the like the saying of Yusuf alayhi salam as in Surah Yusuf 12.101 أَنْتَ وَلِيِّي فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا وَأَلْحِقْنِي بِالصَّالِحِينَ أَنْتَ وَلِيِّي فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا وَأَلْحِقْنِي بِالصَّالِحِينَ And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this in You are my wali in this world and in the hereafter Cause me to die as a Muslim and join me with the righteous. It does not mean that he asked Allah to make him die, clear. But rather, he asked Allah to make him die upon what? On what? Hmm. On Islam. On Islam. And there is no harm in this. There is no harm on this. Like for example, you may say, O oh Allah, make me die on Islam and on Iman and on pure Tawheed and on pure sincerity or make me die while you are pleased with me and so forth. All of this is okay. All of this is okay. So therefore, one should distinguish between a person wishing to die because of a certain restrictive situation, hardship, and a person wishing to die on a particular quality, pleasing to Allah. A quality pleasing to Allah. The first one is the one which the Prophet ﷺ forbade. And the second one is permissible. The second is permissible. And the Prophet ﷺ forbade the person to wish death because of a misfortune befalling him 
That is because the one who wishes death because of a misfortune is impatient. He should rather be patient and forbear and then anticipate the reward from Allah, the most mighty and most magnificent. Because the harm which may inflict a person or befall a person from disease, from grief, from worries, these are, as discussed in the previous narrations last week, are expiators of sin. And therefore, if the person also anticipates the reward, then Allah lifts him to higher levels. Similarly, this is also relevant to the harm uh, and, uh, and also of illnesses. They, it's inevitable that they will come to an end. And if the person is patient and anticipating the reward, then he gains the good deeds and expiation of sins and Allah lifts him to higher levels and so it becomes good for him as it is affirmed in another saying of the Prophet والسلام, when he said عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ Amazing is the affair of the believer إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٌ all of his affair is good. وَلَيْسَ ذَاكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ And this applies to none except to the believer. إِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ دَرَّاءُ صَبَرْ If he is touched by misfortune, befalls him rather, he is patient. فَإِنْ كَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ And thus it is good for him. وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ سَرَّاءَ أَوْ سَرَّاءُ شَكَرْ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ And if he is touched by any something good, then he is uh, thankful and gives gratitude and that will be good for him. So therefore, all the affair under all situations, the affair of the believer is good at times of ease and at times of hardship. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us live steadfast on Iman and on Tawheed and on sincerity and to forgive us our sins and to make us from those whom he is pleased with and make us die on Islam and give us steadfastness in the grave and afterwards on the day of resurrection. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.